0: I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey,
1: what's up, guys? We are diving into some real estate drama, a beautiful car. You know, it's all about selling Sunset right now, which has just launched. I'm your host, Yasmin Tanres, and I'm joined by my beautiful co-host.
0: What's up? Hi, Yasmin. What's up, everyone? I'm Haley J. Here we are... So excited to talk about the show that everyone needs to get on. I'm talking about Selling Sunset. Where do we start? Right.
1: Right. I mean, let me tell you. Okay. There's so much that we want to break down because we haven't been able to dive into season one. And season two has just launched out on Netflix. It's doing so incredibly well. Of course, we're quarantining. So we have a lot of time to watch a plethora of shows. But it's really hit like the top ten market across so many different countries. And of course, why don't, we gonna, why don't we wanna watch some beautiful houses here in the hills, seriously, right in the heart of Hollywood, and the cast is out of this world. So of course, we wanna dive into the whole relationship dynamic of each of these people, how they came into being and meeting and how they work together, all the drama that goes down. Um, and obviously the beautiful houses. Haley, what were your overall thoughts of selling Sunset and what actually got you into the show <laughs> to begin with?
0: Okay, first of all, I, from a technical standpoint, I really noticed the difference from season one to season two of just like even camera quality and you can really tell, okay, season one must have done well because season two is just on a whole other level. It just looks so nicely shot for someone living in LA now. It's really cool to be able to see these homes that ordinarily are not in my budget and I don't see. So just seeing so much work that goes into it really the... The knowledge you need to be successful in real estate. It's way more than looking pretty. So I think the show really dives into both the industry of real estate in a competitive market like Los Angeles. And then of course, the relationship drama and season two just brought everything compacted together. And it was I love it. I'm so excited for more. I binged it.
1: I totally agree with you. Yes, I was like, so curious to see about all the houses here in LA. And then not to mention the cars, they fashion the ladies are killing it they are so empowering it's actually pretty cool because you know at first I was like oh I want to watch something light and I want to learn a little bit about real estate because there's a lot of agents here in LA and coming from a different country I'm very curious to know what the pricing is and how they how they uh, negotiate and so I love the way that production actually highlights that aspect quite a lot about how real estate works over here um, and also I love how they actually had some abbreviations. I don't know if you've noticed this too, yeah, maybe, but yeah. they had some abbreviations. And they explained that did that. So help a because, lot. Yeah, it's really helpful because a lot of people who are not in the industry will not quite understand, mm-hmm. and that was a really great job on the part of production, and I love the tunes. It's like really, you know, girl empowerment. Um, yes. It's kind of cool to see the two brothers in the background. They're like, they add this mystery, even though they are the glue of the entire group bringing the group together, Um, and so of course you know the focus of it is all it is reality in the end of the day so it wouldn't be any reality without a bit of drama and getting into the personal life Of (laughs) course,
0: but I will say I really like how the brothers seem to stay out of the drama with each other I think that's so important that they need that foundation to make a successful business so you never really see Jason and Brett go at it and I think that is the glue right like we can't have that separate and that's where we get into trouble yeah
1: although now that you mention it it kind of makes me wonder if we if there were any glimpses of that that were caught on camera but they just chose to cut that out and really just. I mean you'd
0: me. imagine twins <laughs> at some point exactly ahead, but maybe not because
1: you've got siblings I'm sure you know you, you can oh, relate yeah. to that and yeah, working together yeah, the whole time too. yeah. <laughs> it just comes to show how like switched on they are so I really really right. appreciate that about them too um and so I wanted to dive into uh, real estate drama, first of all, because of course it is about real estate and then we'll get into the whole relationship, I'm getting so excited, relationship status gossip because there's been a lot of changes in this season compared to season one. So really the focus of season one was Chrishell getting into the group and becoming becoming a real estate agent because she's an actress and, Mm -hmm. you know. And so it was very interesting to see her development and involvement from that series to this one. I find her so much more uh, switched on. She's really trying to prove herself. I like the moment in which she's like showing how she's going after all the different developments in her area and pushing for it. Finally gets Guy, Mm -hmm. one of the developers, to be on board and then Jason's like with her watching her, seeing if she's doing everything correctly, that maybe not even seeing anymore. I feel like he doesn't even need to check up on her anymore. How, what do you think, how do you think Chrishell has developed over in the in first four episodes, which we're breaking down right now?
0: Well, I think when you think about just in general, starting a new job, the pressure's on. You want people to like you. But starting a new job with this group of women who are highly competitive, not only business-wise, but personal-wise, and just getting in, With the click and fitting in with the group of girls just socially and on camera, she has so much pressure coming in. So I think she handled herself really well. I think she's been an open book and unfortunately a little bit of a target that she's had to deal with. But I really respect her hustle going out in the valley and choosing an area that's not necessarily what this show covered. It's, it's about selling Sunset, right? Like these big properties. So you see her struggling a little bit with that. But I just admire that she wanted to branch out and really prove that she's going to get in her car, she's going to hustle and she's going to make it happen.
1: I love how you just mentioned that too, about the Valley, because it just made me realize that people because a lot of people have been watching it from outside of the USA, and they don't really know the different areas and the valley is a very different area compared to LA so it is actually really cool as you've said to see another area which is probably also really difficult to push forward for and Krishal's doing such a great job when it comes to that and I feel like she's really gotten into the group; like she's really settling in of course there's still a bit of conflict with Christine which we will oh, get yes. into when we get into the whole relationship dynamic <laughs> Um, I will seeing, say I like
0: Chris for those who don't know LA Chris is exposing a different area so maybe if people that think LA is just all celebrities glitz and glamour this can show them that there's another side right across the mountain where you can see a completely different lifestyle
1: didn't Christine compare the valley to Coors Light and Hollywood to like Dom Perignon <laughs> wait she did but she you know
0: did what? make that slight comment sometimes the Coors Light is nice okay
1: Yeah, sometimes you need a bit of... There's someone who lives in the valley.
0: I'm going to stick up for it. (laughs) Good for you. I like that. It is a nice
1: area, by the way. I love it. Talking about, you know, being new and immersing yourself, especially with this group of women, we have a couple of new cast members in there first of all amanda i think she's a great addition to the group with a z amanda you know now my
0: phone is correcting every time i write amanda when i was taking notes to amanda oh really (laughs) (laughs) i'm writing that name (laughs) that often but i've just noticed the autocorrect has changed which is funny oh that's
1: so funny well i mean it is a very interesting and unique name and she has such a great look like she really adds some like exoticness Mm -hmm. to it she comes from such a rough
0: background too. She's been
1: through a lot She has. She
0: has. She's killing it too. Like I feel like her her work that her work work ethic is strong. She's a mom of two. She's obviously dealing with a now we see husband that's really not in the picture. And she seems to really show up in a professional way for someone that has to deal with so much on the side.
1: I liked that they did show that aspect of somebody Within this cast, who, to begin with, you know, had a cushy life with the two kids and the dad who was an NFL player, and then after a year or two, had split up when they had the babies, and she had to clean toilets and find her way. And she's known Jason and Brett for over a de- over a decade or so. Like they met when they were very young, and so I mean, it must also be in that respect a really interesting dynamic to shift from friendship to working Mm -hmm. together
0: and she actually expressed that that she had to get used to that dynamic which is can be hard sometimes
1: yeah would you have you know because it isn't you know when you are having to work for friends is that something you would feel comfortable with like would you have been able to deal with it as she has?
0: so i've actually always preferred to not work with friends you definitely a lot of times will make friends through work but I do like to keep those worlds separate, but being in the position where she was at, if she has, you know, a connection to a way better job, I would I would make it work.
1: Yeah, and it also seems like each of them have had some form of friendship beforehand and to really know each other, I, I guess that can be helpful too. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought she was absolutely hilarious when she was being tested by Jason about like, what do you call this? What do you call that when she called the. Infinity pool a gem. I thought that was adorable. And I think she does really try her best and her heart given circumstances, or even without, you know, because she's juggling everything at the same time.
0: Yeah. Well, even when they made the comment about, you know, what kind of glass doors are these and how much do you think that costs, then affecting the overall cost of the home, like those little details, I'm like, oh man, you really do need to know the difference between this style versus this style and how much more or less that can affect your budget. Like those are major details.
1: Yeah and even though so far what we've seen is like it does appear as glitz and glam especially within this group as if they're really living life and always so well dressed up and pristine but you can see little moments like when she was setting up the home of like struggling to put the plug into the wall and (laughs) those little moments where you're like okay you know you do have to really work hard like Chrishell seeing her drive around for hours and really just like going after developers and just annoying annoying people as such (laughs) yeah
0: absolutely I mean we yeah we see the shine at the end of the day but these things don't just happen yes they're beautiful and all those things help but to hold down that job title you have to have the work there
1: yeah well speaking of um some work challenges there I thought it was a really hilarious moment between Mary and Jason when they
0: both had a <laughs> at the same time. That, if I were Mary, I would have, and she expressed she was annoyed, but I would have been like, dude, like we're clearly overhearing each other. This is awkward. We're both competing for the same thing. Like my client wants the same thing actually. And how awkward is that? Like I, if I were Mary, I would have been like, dude, at least a text. Like, can you let me know? Right. <laughs> I thought that was actually really funny because you could
1: see then that dynamic there and Jason's character in some form as well like because Grant said he is a broker but as well he is an agent so he has he's like I'm still drop. hustling
0: so but he's like yeah
1: but but then he doesn't really communicate it with her and just kind of drops in like let me die yeah it's
0: fine wait typical dude doesn't communicate what a shocker <laughs> that was funny yeah. though especially the editing and how the music in the background that was like a very enjoyable
1: <laughs> yeah and then they're just like trying to cross each other's paths yeah. mary's just like in struggling to concentrate because i can just hear him in the background right. you can see so mary much. just
0: like stop talking and listen to what he's saying
1: and then actually i will give mary that huge plus point i mean already she's had to deal with that surprise but the fact that she stood her ground as soon as his client made an offer and she was like, no, I don't want that for my client. Like she had that boss moment right there, which Mm -hmm. I thought was so great to watch. And of course, you know, it was great to see how they were both trying to negotiate and make it work. But both sides, in the end of the day, it's a win-win situation. But of course, you want to have the best for your client. Um, So I thought that was actually really cool to see as well between, you know, their relationship, both personally as well as professionally, how they handled that.
0: Yeah, it's a very interesting dynamic when you think about it. They're all representing the Oppenheim group. However, they are still competing technically against each other for certain commissions, certain clients. So that that can be dicey sometimes.
1: Yeah. Um, Well, speaking about different clients and listings, Davina then landed this huge listing, uh, $80 million home. Yeah, Sorry, what? eight zero. That's, eight, um, 0
0: I can see why she would want to fight for that because I'm not sure percentage how that math works, but I know that's a commission <laughs> check. So I that get it. two of us. I think we'd be the worst agents.
1: Zero knowledge of what the commission is. Like we, I'd be there for all the thing. open
0: house parties, but not actually <laughs> follow through <laughs> for anything.
1: But, oh my god! So what do
0: we think about that? Do you think that was smart of her to pursue that, or should she have taken Jason's advice?
1: well I mean to be fair I do feel like you know J- Jason and Brett they've had huge clients over the years so I can imagine they know their stuff way better and if they say the price should have been what what was it was they, like they were estimating around 45 something million mm-hmm. like half of what the guy wanted Half, exactly then I, I would agree with it. and in fact if you think about it compare it to that house that that I'm not even, I can't call it a house. It's like a bombastic major mansion out of the bombastic. world. that we see. Oh it's like absolutely bombastic that yeah. we see in the very beginning of the show with this $43 million house that got sold and that we saw in the first one. That's a 43 million house and then that's supposed to be an $80 million house. It doesn't quite make sense. Both of them mm-hmm. are really impressive, but one has got more views. Okay, granted, that would be more pilly to get up to. But it didn't make sense. So I feel like mm-hmm. Davina should have essentially, I think she should have listened to Jason. And I get that it's, you know, it's a, it can be a bit of an ego power play as well, you know, to think mm-hmm. like, but if I can do it and deliver, then ha, huh, I'm going to go and do my own thing. But I do feel like she should have listened. What do you think, Haley?
0: I think if I was in her position, I would just truly ask myself how confident am i because i know if this doesn't work out i look bad for not essentially listening to what my boss says and i'm letting down my client too so if i truly believed that i could do it i would pursue it so i think yeah she she's showing confidence so but i do know that is she though I don't want to jump ahead because I forget if this was after the fourth season, but we see the, or the fourth episode, but we see that she struggles a little bit. So,
1: and honestly, I wasn't even sure to begin with if she was confident. Now, I I give her the credit for actually going against her boss and actually going for it, you know. Um, but I also feel like she could have she because she had this one guy come over to who has billionaire clients as well and also give her the estimate of like not really any higher than 55 Mm -hmm. I don't think it was something maybe even 50 million so I almost feel like she should have like okay taken listen listen to Jason's opinion listen to this guy's opinion do the math and then see okay I need to have a strong and firm conversation with my client and actually say to him like realistically this is not gonna be sold at that price it'll be this price and so I I agree you know I think gone. if
0: side sources are repeatedly telling you the same message I'd probably trust that
1: yeah like l- listen to what your all the me- yeah all the m- messages that you're getting from everybody else mm-hmm. um but kudos to her to actually really going for it at 75 million was it yeah we'll see what happens yeah exactly we'll have to break it down in the next four episodes next week um I liked as well that we got to see Brett for instance taking Maya on a development site so we're mm-hmm. actually getting to not just see places that are fully furnished or staged and ready to be sold where it's actually also from the beginnings of a place where it's actually there's nothing there but it also needs to be sold of course so I like the little mm-hmm. walk around that they had there and Maya as a personality, she's just so. Incredible. I love
0: her. I like her a lot. And I think that's a real testament to how your mind works as an agent. If you can really visualize the potential in a property when you see dirt and wood, you really have to be able to structure that in your mind.
1: Absolutely. Um, And then speaking of having Brett as well talk to because we saw a little bit more of him in this series as well, I Mm -hmm. thought. I mean, in every cast member, there was more of them. We obviously got to know more of their story and they were definitely way more relaxed than themselves it seems. I love seeing the
0: evolution of how people get comfortable with the camera.
1: I think that's why we like reality, is just to see like how people Mm -hmm. are and then as they evolve, it's just really great to see their story. Yeah. he had a little moment with Heather in his
0: amazing condo, can we just say? <laughs> that is pretty. Those um, marble, or not marble, but the checkered black and white floors, loved it. It's. I mean, you would think guys that run such a successful company would have beautiful spaces, and it was just actually really cool to see that firsthand as of viewers, we didn't see that before.
1: Haley, I love how out of all things that he had in his apartment, you picked out the checkered black
0: and white. I just love it. I feel like it's such a, it's, I mean, I'm thinking Kardashian a little bit with that, but I, it's such a pop of. It makes all the difference. I think if you take away those floors, it wouldn't have the same appeal.
1: Yeah. I mean, to me, okay. And I the view in the bar and all that.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I was going to say like the, the view, view is so nice as well. But what really Quarantine would thing, not suck in that apartment, in or that, that play though, I will say.
1: Absolutely that.
0: not. <laughs> I would move Must in be that. nice to see it in person, you know? <laughs>
1: hmm. So <laughs> one thing that I must note is how tidy it is. It's very impressive to see it because men are usually that tidy. And of course, said there's cameras there, but it was very well put together. I love the little moment that they had to like really catch up on relationships because Heather is in a new relationship, which we're gonna get mm-hmm. into. High profile, um, nonetheless. Another real estate agent, too. Yes, and I liked how he was, you know, like having a chat with her about, you know, I prefer you when you're, in, you know, when you're in a relationship, you don't deliver as well. So to see that him being like, I do expect more of you, I like that because. Sometimes we really do get too involved into the drama and we're not quite sure what are the guys thinking? What, what, how do they feel about all of this?
0: Right. Because ultimately, they are represented by the people that work for them. And so the girls, as much as we enjoy seeing the drama and their relationships, this is their real life at the end of the day. This, this is their income. These are their real jobs. So this should be priority.
1: Yeah. I will say, so watching Heather, because I don't think we really see as much of her uh, in general, um, because she's always in a relationship.
0: (laughs) I do feel like we saw more of her season two.
1: A little bit. Um, I, I was a little disappointed in her that she did go to the birthday. I don't know. How would you have handled that situation? Because so this comes down to what Brett's saying about work priorities versus Mm -hmm. personal relationships and it's a big conflict because granted she's in a new relationship of course she wants to be there for him to show that she really cares about this relationship and his kid because it's his kid in the end of the day um but then your client wants to see a place for 15 minutes could she have not been able to make both work
0: that's exactly what I was going to say the only conflict I can think of is if the events were on completely opposite side of town and if traffic was a huge interference but I can't I can't imagine it would be that difficult to say you know babe you get it you're in the business I have to prioritize this client that is only here for a small amount of time I want to get this deal so I'm I I do think I would try and make both
1: happen. Although I do recall now that she mentioned he lives in Orange County. So that is a bit of a way from wherever they were in the hills to going all the way down to Orange County. But still, that's where it kind of teaches you a little bit of to like, what choices are you going to make and what's more important to you? So it'll be interesting to see how her relationship evolves, which it seems like it's really promising and really strong. Mm-hmm. So I, I am may have creeped
0: and they're still together, so. Yeah, <laughs> because she was with a
1: different guy who was all the way in Sweden. It sounded like a really challenging relationship. So it's like nice oh, that. Yeah. She has one that's at least a little bit further down the road and not across the country.
0: <laughs> right, across the country. When you get into time zone changes, that's when it's really hard.
1: Yeah. Now we want to get into the whole bit of, She met the kids very early onwards, which Mm -hmm. did strike a chord with Amanda because she's got children. So she can see that could be an issue for the kids. Do you
0: think she met them too early? So we see Amanda and Heather kind of beefing in this season over multiple things. Um, When it comes to the kids, I understand Amanda's standpoint where she's just genuinely concerned and wanting the best for her friend's relationship from someone who's been in that situation. However, if I didn't know someone that well, and I was just trying to kind of get into the group, I might withhold those opinions personally, because I, that is a touchy subject where you're basically telling someone, Hey, I think you're handling your relationship wrong. At the end of the day, that's how it comes off, whether those were her intentions or not, which I don't believe they were malicious, but you got to expect someone might not take that the best way.
1: Yeah, you're right on that point. Because. She's fairly new, obviously trying to immerse herself into the group, but probably also didn't expect Heather to take it in that way. So there's a Mm -hmm. little bit of bickering and I still don't feel like they see eye to
0: eye, but I hope that they do. I hope so, too. Yeah, Heather was definitely defensive. So we'll have to see how that unfolds as the season goes because I don't think we're done I don't think we're done unfortunately with the drama with them
1: no no well we say unfortunately
0: and we're like (laughs) (laughs) just keep it coming and it
1: is gonna keep on coming I'm sure Mm -hmm. um because it's doing really well and Amanda you know as we were saying she's struggling through juggling everything and her husband disappears at one point so I don't even know how she's dealing with that
0: god I can't Truly can't imagine where your support system suddenly drops off and you can't even contact them. Like that's that's extremely tough.
1: Yeah. Well, support system, there's not a lot of support amongst the ladies, like Christine, Rochelle, Mary. There's a really mm-hmm. interesting trio dynamic going on there, right? So we briefly mentioned how Christine and Rochelle have never really seen eye to eye since the beginning, like the first series. And now it's interesting because I feel like there's a bit of a flip. I don't know about you if you felt this way, but I, you know, Christine trying to make an effort of having Christelle at her engagement party, I thought it was a kind gesture. So I- Yes,
0: I I definitely can see why Christelle is hesitant to take the olive branch. However, when it comes to the engagement party and just big social outings. I would definitely go to something like that because not only does it sound really fun because, you know, Christine's going to be so glamorous, I just think it does create more drama by not going. And I get her standpoint saying she didn't feel authentic, but I just think maybe if it was a super intimate thing, if it was a funeral, maybe I could see it. But because it's just like she's having a big party for an engagement, I would have gone personally.
1: Yeah. I mean, like you said, it was obviously very epic. We saw this in the fourth episode.
0: It was a zebra. I mean, just like a zebra casual. <laughs> I oh, loved it's gonna it, be though. a casual engagement it. party.
1: Yes, of course it will, Christine. <laughs> she
0: Christine maybe a lot of things, but you've gotta give that girl props when it comes to the fashion game. I'm I'm here for it. I love it. The ponytails, so her party yeah. is going to be
1: fabulous. She kills that. You're right. The makeup, the hair, the heels, the fashion, the party, mm-hmm. everything. Oh, I know. Suddenly like, I'm she like, do the I need neon heels in my life? Do I, need, <laughs> do I
0: need
1: these? Yep. And I love how she just actually goes with that. She doesn't really care about what other people think. She really Doesn't, but I don't know if deep down she does, but when it comes to that, she really doesn't, which
0: I think that's quite empowering in itself. I think she loves being Queen Bee, but I do think at her core, she has a kind heart. I do.
1: Yeah. Well, underneath all those layers of ice, there's Mm -hmm. probably something very warm and fuzzy.
0: (laughs) But I think she's fully taking her moment. I will say that.
1: In comparison to season one, I will say she did have a very amplified persona Mm -hmm. where it it was on another level of don't mess with her. Like I would Mm -hmm. not want to be on her wrong side at all. I can see why Chrishell was, you know, politely declining. Um, I do think it could have mended a bridge maybe to her show face, at least to just show face and acknowledge the fact that Christine is trying to be nice and friendly. I just, would be a little concerned, and I don't know if you'd be concerned too if she'd do something backstabbing. at the end of the day, I don't know. We, I think Christine's a bit unpredictable sometimes.
0: Yeah, I think it's one of those things where they're going to acknowledge that they will not be best friends. And I really did like how Christelle was very honest. She didn't just like put on a smile that we see a lot of people do, and I, I probably would have done if it were me, just to make things easy. But she really did speak her truth about her not just wanting to jump back into a friendship. And she even said, we don't have to be friends. And Christine was like, well, I want to be friends. But Chriselle, I think she wants genuine people in her life. And if she doesn't believe they have a genuine friendship, she's like, let's just not even force this. But when you work with someone, I do think it's better to be at least cordial and being on good terms are going to be around each other a lot. So I think if she was going to go to the extent of sending flowers, I would have just gone to the engagement party, maybe not stayed the whole time, maybe just kind of said hi and said congratulations and then she could leave. She didn't have to spend all night with her. But yeah, I think that may have created more drama to not go.
1: At least more, there's still a rift there. Right. right. That bridge is still being mended. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Well, speaking about rifts as well, we did see at the engagement party a slight mm, prick going down between Davina and Romaine because Mary had to come up uh, and in fact i we did skip a little bit here where christine hadn't mentioned to mary about her engagement to begin with christine does have a new relationship and it's actually one of her clients and they're getting married um and she didn't share it with anybody which i also thought was pretty shocking because you're all meant you're all working together and you're meant to be friendish
0: <laughs> right
1: you well think christine and mary
0: are best friends and you and I are best friends if you were across the country. And I still found out through some, I'm, how did she find out actually? Was it through social media? It
1: was through Davina, which Davina actually saw it through social media and congratulated her. But don't quote me on that. I just, I think that's what happened.
0: Yeah, I, I would just think if I got engaged, I would immediately call all my best friends and tell them. And I understand Christine wanted Absolutely. to say it in person, but just knowing that she was going to announce it in some form I would if I would tell my closest friends first because I wouldn't want them to find out through another platform, you know. Also, nowadays, whether in person or Facetime,
1: what's the difference? (laughs) Like, yeah, especially nowadays. But also back then, this is only what like six months ago or something. You had you could have Facetimed your friends, especially right. And I
0: think if you want to keep it a special moment, then don't share it on social because you know it's gonna they're gonna see it.
1: It's gonna come out, yeah, right. And it was a little bit of an awkward moment seeing that Mary, you know, did say something about Christine's relationship or the Christian's previous relationship. Um, but I, 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 don't, I still am not understanding as to why there is such a rift still between them two. It get like in season one there was something that went down, um, but to the, this extent of not really talking, like they're not really talking to each other. They're talking about I, each, in other and not one. To each other, each other.
0: Mary said that her and Christine are so different and she doesn't really understand how it works. It just does. And I almost think that finally caught up with them where it's just uh-huh. not working anymore, that their differences are getting in the way. And I think I sometimes you see friends where they're like, I'm a ride or dad for you no matter what you do. I personally think a good friend is honest with their friend. So as much as I want to support my friend, if I genuinely believe they're not handling a situation right. I'm going to be honest with them and tell them. I'm not just going to be like, yeah, I support you because I don't think that's a good friend to not be honest. That's right. just how I no. feel. And At I least think to Christine, the situation. yeah, I think Mary is the type to be how I said, where if she doesn't agree with you, she's going to tell you, but Christine expects you to be on my side no matter what. And I think that's the disconnect.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, speaking of disconnect, you know, I, there I think that there was an element of what you were saying in season one of their differences because of also Mary's wedding, like her marriage uh, to Romain. And um, Romain is obviously very upset with Davina and mm-hmm. and really strongly, I don't think I've ever seen him this heated about an opinion.
0: Yeah. We saw <laughs> his, <laughs> we saw his uh, passion come out there. But to the be French, honest, man, French I American get it. Man
1: coming out. Yeah.
0: I mean, I get it. I think when you really love someone and you want to commit yourself to them, but don't maybe have the fancy bling that everyone else around you has, I would be really insulted too if someone was saying you're less than because of it. So some may say it's been a year, let it go. And I do think a side of him should be mindful that Mary is going to be working with her. I think in this case, because Mary obviously expresses the fact that she would want Davina there I would put my pride aside for Mary. However, I understand his frustration, but I would choose what's going to benefit my girl the most in the end.
1: I honestly think it was fair of her to, like you were saying, she does have to put up with her at work and they are friends in the end of the day as well, but obviously not the closest. But um, And I can see why she has to stand by her man. I think it was strong of her to still invite her to her bachelorette. And I know Davina was a little bit hesitant about it. Um, And that's kind of a a bit of a mirror, but like between uh, Davina and Mary having that situation of Davina having to think about, should I go to this or not, just as Chrishell with Christine. And so here we see two different examples of one of them actually going and trying to make an effort and the other one still feeling like it's not quite right. So I'm curious Mm -hmm. to see Esther, how both situations and friendships will pan out.
0: I'm curious, too. we got to get our popcorn <laughs> yeah. for this. I don't know how ah. it's going to unfold. <laughs> oh, wow. We, let's get into our news then, because we do have some really, really exciting news coming out. So, so as juicy as season two was, you know, we've got to follow it up with a season three, which is actually right around the corner. So August 7th is going to be our release date of season three. Yeah. and. I know we're only covering 1 through 4, but if anyone else out there has been, been watching the season preview of what's to come is insane. It's already so insane and I'm just like bring it on. Let's go. bring it on. I'm already getting the chills about it's it. They be, were it's, not
1: meant to come out until the fall, but now it's been pushed forward and I'm just so happy about that. And why is
0: it pushed forward? Because of quarantine. I honestly I don't know I mean
1: I guess because a lot of things are not being produced right now I have no idea why it got pushed forward but it's
0: a way I'm great not piece of news. <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> um and on other news we had something really really exciting oh. going on the night of the launch of this season Maya's second baby got born isn't oh my that gosh. like I I love her she is hilarious I love her little phrases that she gets so wrong and and yes. she's so on point she's like a really sharp woman and she she does it all mm-hmm. like she's a super
0: woman I, I like. knew I liked her from episode one season one when she called the guy out first she's like you want to sleep with me or you want to buy it yes so I'm just like yes girl say it as soon as she said it and she had that demeanor I was like you're my favorite. I'm not mm-hmm. supposed to say that. <laughs> I think a lot of a lot of women just don't say those things because they want to keep the sale, but she was like, Don't waste my time. So yeah. on her and, on her team since that day.
1: And then like try to laugh her off or something, but she's just like not mm-hmm. having any of it. Yeah. So absolutely adore her. Now we have a fun little game before we're off, a special segment of who's most likely to. Um, so who, Haley, who's most likely to be first and last in the office, would you say?
0: I think first is going to be Mary, and then last, I think it's gonna be I want to say Christine. What do you think? <laughs> what? Why? I
1: feel. I would say she's probably only in the office twice a week or something. <laughs> the rest of the time, she's
0: getting her nails done, her hair. Christine. No, I said that's why Christine would be last.
1: Last in the office?
0: Oh, oh I okay, thought you I'm meant I mean, like showing up late. You meant staying uh, last? Staying last. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Let's...
1: Yeah. Okay. I was like, wow. Okay. You <laughs> had the disconnect there. <laughs> a hardworking lady. I would say first, are we canceling the brothers at all? If we are, yeah. I would say Jason. Okay, no, and the ladies, then <laughs> sorry, boys. <laughs> I would wow. Um, I would okay, I'm gonna because I would want to agree with you, but Mary first or Chriselle first and Amanda last, Mary, no, because she has kids. Well, but, and like maybe I'm oh, gonna like, have to say the I'm same thing, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I agree with you. Okay, what's the second question, Haley?
0: Okay, the second one is, who is the most tactful real estate agent in the group?
1: Again, just the girls, right? Yeah. Tactful, um, it's a tie between Maya and Mary for me.
0: Because- I, I would agree, but then I would throw in Christelle there just because I feel like her hustle lately has shown through a lot.
1: Hustle, she'll win that point, but tactful, I'm not sure. I feel like mm-hmm. I still need to see more of her about her tactics. Like, yeah, she's definitely can, yeah. really pushing for it. But, like, I feel like Maya has that strong stance, as we've seen. But as we know from Mary, she's been having quite a few sales. So, she's yeah, probably really tactful. I'd be actually really interested to see how she handles business. We've already seen the negotiation aspect between her and Jason. So, we can, yeah, actually see mm-hmm. that she's, and probably she's very the tactful. favorite.
0: She's got to be doing something right. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So we still have
1: we have uh, two quick questions. um Who's most likely to be late to a lunch?
0: Should we say it at the same time?
1: Yeah, Christine.
0: Christine. Okay. I was like, should sure, I count down? Yes, Christine. <laughs> All right. Just because when she made the comment about getting her nails done and not being able to help out Heather, I was like you know I get but when she was like she does Ariana Grande I was like that's actually really funny and I'd probably want to keep that appointment too yeah but but then that being said yeah yeah that's why she is the choice she'd be yeah
1: although Heather was really late at the uh, Malibu Malibu pool party we did see that as well Mm.
0: yeah anyway Christine did, did make
1: that I was just going to say, Christine did make that comment, but that's actually much later, so we can't even mention it right now. Oh, it's, it's a four episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so who is most likely to bring their personal drama into a professional setting?
1: Personal, ooh, okay. Um, I'm only going to base this answer because of what we've seen in these episodes, not to say that I think that's true. Just because of what we've seen in these episodes, I would say that it could be Amanda, because I do think she shared too much of her personal life with the mm-hmm. client, with Heather's client. A little client. cringy at
0: that I moment. think,
1: yeah, that it could have just been like a straight up apology of being delayed and that's that. Just he wants to get around the tour anyways. Mm-hmm. Although it did kind of backfire a little bit for Heather. Um,
0: right.
1: And yeah, I'm just going to base it on these four episodes because I'm not sure in, in truth. What about you?
0: I just have to go with Christine again because every time there's an there's a smooth setting, you're just waiting for the drama. I feel like she's the one to say, "So I heard this," or "So and so said that." You're just waiting for it, and I just feel like a lot of times she initiates that conversation.
1: Yes, and we had seen that quite a lot in the series. So, mm-hmm. yeah i i wouldn't be against that answer <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you have the last we, question for us
1: we do actually have one more question i'm sorry i said two okay this one's a funny one and actually just so you know we are going to be posing these same questions to a cast member that's going to be joining Yay! us next week so excited It'll be really fun to know um he can talk all about his floors kidding <laughs> All is, yeah so so now we gave it away <laughs> we'll have a Q&A and we'll get into these fun questions so the final one is if you were to switch lives with a cast member for the day who would it be and why
0: wait you didn't say who our Q&A is with though but you gave it away with a floor <laughs> if they don't, if, but if they don't remember we will be speaking with Brett <laughs> next week
1: which is super exciting <laughs> It is. It is. He's like the underdog, like the one in the corner that just eats. So it'll be nice. He's the to one that up on you and takes over.
0: <laughs> Love yes. it. So you said who is if you were to switch lives, who would it be? Yeah, for the day, just for the day. Let's switch lives with. Um, you know what? I have to say Christine again because I even know. though she's like a firecracker and not really much like my personality, not confrontational. I would love to check out that wardrobe. I really would. The pool in the house would be a fun day. What about you? I yeah, I cannot agree
1: with you. I mean, I agree with you just because she has an over-the-top life. I know I could really only handle it for one day. Yeah,
0: that's trying those heels, the hair. Yeah, exactly. She is the biggest over-the-top for the day. Also, Mm -hmm. because
1: I'm thinking about everybody else who has kids, and it's just like right now I cannot be
0: handling that <laughs> yeah I'll take a fun newlywed fashion life for a day yeah yeah
1: yeah although Chrishell would also be cr- kind of cool to trade lives with I feel I don't know why just to like try and hustle yeah. and to, like learn I'm just it. thinking
0: about her future drama and that's why I'm like don't know if I want that's do the that. one
1: yeah. thing yeah yeah this yeah. one's really really tough
0: so well, I'm, you know, so excited
1: that we were able to break down the first four episodes of Selling Sunset Two. Next week we'll be doing the final four of this season and we'll have Brett Urbenheim join us for a QA and this fun little special segment of Who's Most Likely Two?
0: Yeah.
1: I'm excited so, for his answers. <laughs> yes, and I'm so excited we gotta talk about it. We're such mega fans we have been like chatting here and there about it. Um, well, before we head out, where can everybody find you on social media and also, if you have any questions for Brett that we can pose them, do DM us. So, yeah. hey what's your social media?
0: So you can find me Instagram and Twitter at HeyJ, H-A-Y-J underscore.
1: Great. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter, though I use more Instagram, at Yasmin Y-A-S-M-I-N-E Tanres, T-A-N-R-E-S.
0: Yay. Well, thanks so much for
1: joining us here on this Wednesday. We'll be back next Wednesday at